Hello everybody, thank you for joining us for the first Three Guys Happy Hour Podcast. Something that we've been dreaming up for a while now and we've really been wanting to do. This is something we're going to cover brand new beer news. We're going to cover what's coming up for the Three Guys. And along the way, just whatever falls out of our faces. This is a great look into the minds of the Three Guys. Thank you for joining us and we're going to go. Hey everybody, I'm Dylan. I'm William. And I'm Pepper. This is the Three Guys, and welcome to the Three Guys Happy Hour. Thanks everybody for joining in to the very first Three Guys podcast. Uh, We hope you like it. We're going to kind of grow together. We're going to let you uh, absorb us, and we're going to absorb you deep within ourselves. Mm. And, uh, mmm, Pepper's right, mmm. And um, we're just going to kind of wing this until we figure out what we're doing. And then sometime next year, we'll look back on this and we'll be very ashamed of ourselves. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's our first podcast and we just kind of want to kind of want to hang out with you guys. We want to we want to get questions from you. Eventually, we want to get um, just just things and stuff and and, and topics are hard, but but we're just going to wing it. Um, this is definitely going to be a, a learning process. We're all going to grow together on this one, hopefully. Very much. And I'm going to try to keep my intoxicity to a minimum. Intoxicity? Is that a word? No, I think intoxication was really Intoxication would have been a better word. Never I am not going to try to keep my intoxicity to a minimum. Can we make that a new word? Can somebody get on that? Intoxicity? Somebody tweet Trump. There you go, yeah. Have Trump do it. I mean, if he can do Kofi or whatever it was, then... God. <laughs> well, it didn't take long to go this way. So. <laughs> oh well. But yeah, this this. But that really, really that really highlights the essence of the podcast. Um, most likely, the other forms of media that you have seen with us involve us drinking beer um, out on location or, or around our table, uh, doing reviews or, or doing um, location shoot reviews or environment reviews, or even um, you may have seen our memes or our website, but. Um, what, what this is, is just kind of anything goes. We're going to tell you what's going on with the three guys. We're going to tell you what we're working on, uh, upcoming reviews, maybe uh, what locations we're going to work on shooting at. Um, we're also going to give you the opportunity to go to our Twitter, and we're going to let you ask us questions, and we're going to respond to you. And I'm going to burp right now, right here on the mic. Right into the microphone. Right into the mic. But mm-hmm. but I mean that's gonna be what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna lay everything out for you. And then after we do that, we're gonna go into beer news. And we're we're gonna say what's going on with beer because truthfully beer is our essence. Beer is what really brought us to this point. We hope to be moving on with some different projects from that, but at at the heart of the three guys, beer is always what we do. Um, and then we're gonna discuss topics and and they may be beer related, they may not be beer related. Um, and we're going to try to give you a history lesson and, and really teach you some things in this entire process. Um, and along the way, you're going to get a heavy, unedited, condensed version of who the three guys really are. I mean, that's a good point. You never really see what we are doing um, behind the scenes. You see the, the condensed videos that we put up on YouTube. But you don't really get to see the raw three guys, and that's what you're going to get to see here. You're about to get us raw. Bite the pillow, baby. Bite the pillow. Bite the, Bite pillow. the pillow, baby. I'm going in raw. <laughs> and you get a lot more of Pepper's deep, hearty chuckles. <laughs> and hopefully quite a few less moments of Pepper's deep, hearty asshole queefs. Yeah, I don't think you guys will have to worry about that too much. It's been pretty quiet here lately. <laughs> Are you okay? You feel okay? But Mm -hmm. doesn't that mean it's about time? Like a volcano? Yeah. It's almost, it's just building up in there? Yeah, maybe it's like Yellowstone or something going on right now. I don't know. As Dylan inspects his bottle. Keep in mind, as we're doing the podcast, we're all sitting around drinking at the moment. Mm. So, I mean, it is is last call. Uh, No, it's happy hour. This is happy hour. Last call's later. That was supposed to be a surprise. We're not not shutting down the bar yet. Come on now. No, I mean, this is happy hour. We're all gathered around the bar, and uh, we are drinking a few, and I'm just trying to pick out what I'm tasting in this beer because I'm not liking it too much. We'll get into that in a little bit. What is that, that buckwheat strawberry? This is buckwheat strawberry by Blackberry Farm. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's not too great, to be honest. But, I mean, we can get into that later. Yeah. Alright, so what's first? You guys want to talk about beer news? Um, no. No? No, okay. no. Alright, cool. Well, no, we All have right. a structure to this. But oh, my bad, my bad. We're, we're going to try to have a structure I, I missed. This. I missed the memo. We're not going to have a structure. We're going to try. Okay, alright. We're winging it, people. Remember that. We're this will it. fall into chaos often. <laughs> I hope you strap in and enjoy the ride, because we derail mentally so frequently and just so far out there. there there's a lot of... Uh, fiddle farting around you guys don't see in the review videos because our wonderful editor Dylan cuts all of it out except for like the too drunk to do stuff reels yeah, that 45 minutes worth of recording you get the three and a half minute yeah. usable content from where we're not just bullshitting with everybody that's actually pretty accurate but uh, first thing we want to do we want to thank iTunes for letting us put our podcast out there we want to thank everybody that follows us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and every media thing that we've got out there uh, and we want to um, thank anybody that has the patience to sit through an hour of hearing us talk about ourselves um, I mean first and foremost we want to thank anybody that that follows us and and will listen to us and um, we just want to thank everybody for the likes and the shares and and I mean any interaction you have with us we appreciate thank Absolutely. you for dealing with the slip and slurs uh, I'm sure there's going to be some slip and slurs as we go. That was that was good, though. I'm, I'm proud that, of that. that. That was good. That was. Good. I cooked that up right now, <laughs> on the spot. On, on the, the spot. spot. You just slapped it together. I, I'm a live audio type of guy. Slip and slurs. Slip and slurs. But um, as as Pepper mentioned, um, did you mention you mentioned something earlier, and I don't remember what you mentioned. <laughs> did I? Because I haven't mentioned much. I don't know. There, there was you, a remark you did about say, confifi and then no, the we beer about news. Trump. Uh, beer news is later. Okay. Uh, maybe right. that's what. Maybe I got confused. I get confused. I've Could been be. drinking. Yeah. Um, it's a learning process. It is. A, mm-hmm. We're we're feeling it out, up, out. But it, it's <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving right along. Um, I did say something in the beginning of the podcast about the website. I have not actually announced formally that we have a website. We do have a website, and um, it is threeguysbeer.com. Um, the website's not completely finished, and I wanted to wait until that was finished before I announced it, but since this is the first episode of the podcast, we're going to go ahead and throw it out there, and we're going to announce it. So, hey, threeguysbeer.com, and um, that will have links to absolutely everything we've done. Any reviews we've done recently are going to be posted there. It also has an archive of every review we have ever done, and it will grow as we do more. And it also has an RSS feed for you to check out any tweets, any podcasts, or any other things that we have that uh, we want you guys to check out. Do people still use RSS feeds? We do. Oh, okay. So it must be cool. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've never used one in my life. Never subscribed to one. Never. I didn't even know what the hell they were, really. That's another good point. Um, we are probably <coughs> not going to be a PG show. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, don't go in with your kids and, and, and don't, don't discuss with your 10-year-old beer um, because we're going to cuss when we talk about beer. Uh, not always, but um, we're 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 pretty passionate about what we do. So, and I have a terrible, terribly bad mouth. So, a lot of editing on my part. <laughs> yes, we were going to uh, bleep and blur most of the vocabulary originally in our show, but the budget <laughs> got too high after I yeah. talked for three minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's actually a good little footnote that you'll only catch in a podcast. We we were going to try to have. Uh, every time we would swear, we were going to have funny little sound effects over it or, or beer mugs over our mouths, and uh, that got to be so damn complicated. That's mostly my fault. Um, it's yeah. it's a pretty good mixture of all yeah. of us, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I blame it on the fact that I actually I have a four-year-old at home, so when I'm there, I have to edit myself deeply. Yep. And when I get away, I just you have you to let have it go. a venue to just get that out. You let it go. So I let them all out here. Mm-hmm. So I can go home and say, "Gosh darn!" and heck, yeah. It it just keeps it in. Same it, problem. Same problem. Eventually, yeah. you have to clear out that room. Yeah, I really don't think I could survive that. It, it's not easy. That it's tricky. My child might not survive it. Oh uh, yeah. Your child would have the worst like first week at preschool ever. Oh man, that would be that'd be terrible. Four days. Wait, 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 wait. Is it gonna be the worst or the best? I it's, mean, let's be honest. It's gonna be the worst for you because it's gonna be a lot of gas money to go have your conferences with oh, the teacher. Oh yeah. All right. So, 
what what are we going to delve into in this one? The first happy hour. Uh, well, in the first thing, we're uh, the first happy hour podcast. Um, we're going to go over that goings on with the three guys, which we've kind of done already. Um, then we're going to talk about some beer news. We're we're going to talk about the uh, the newest take craft back campaign that uh, a few craft breweries are getting on Interesting. Uh, loving this it's, it's, it's pretty great um, and it, it's pretty funny so you guys should check that out I haven't heard about any of this because I'm I stay very out of the loop because I like to be a hermit but yeah <laughs> this is going to be interesting uh, the take craft back campaign I'm I'm loving this for what it is I love it for what it symbolizes it is absolutely fantastic i mean i have a general idea of what it's about but i'd rather hear it from you two who are clearly informed on the matter Uh, the the take craft back is a campaign that was launched on social media amongst a group of small craft breweries Mm -hmm. the the little guys in the game and the one's not snapped up by Ambev and the others. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that is who they're after. Of course they are. They are taking the fight back to the big guys. Interesting. And you can actually go online to takecraftback.com and make a pledge mm-hmm. to support this mm-hmm. of the massive amount of money that it's going to take. The overall goal, as I understand it right now, is to actually purchase Anheuser-Busch InBev. No. Before they can buy up any more of the little no. guys. For only, yes. for only $213 billion. $213 billion? $213 With a B. Yes. Which is shit. one of the reasons why it's going to take as many people as it possibly can reach to pledge in what they can pledge in. Uh, the three mm. guys have been talking about it on our Twitter feed. I know we've mentioned it on there before. We support this one so much. Yeah. Just the idea that you can wind up buying the big boys that are buying everybody else. I, I mean, some of the breweries that are involved with it, and I mean, let's be honest, it's probably it, it, it's not going to happen. But I mean, it's it's bringing awareness to yeah. the fight against AB InBev and the the beer machine. But I mean, some of the contributors have been Sam Adams, Dogfish Head. Brooklyn Brewing, Harpoon, Allagash, um, New Belgium, Left Hand Brewing, Heavy Seas, a lot of big name guys in the brewing community have, have come together to share these videos and share this campaign. And uh, I believe as of this podcast, they've raised around $3 million. So we're almost there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, we're almost there. Yeah. $213 billion. Yeah. Almost there. Almost there. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised Sam is in on it, though. Like, they're one of the big names in brewing, and they want to take on another one of the big boys. Well, they're one of the big names, but they were built with a small man mentality. Yeah, they were. I mean, the, the thing about Sam Adams, uh, they, they get a lot of flack for um, kind of producing macro beer which technically yes they are at the macro level well yeah but i mean they're they're a craft beer because number one they care about what people think about their beer they're not mm-hmm. just pumping millions upon millions of, of bottles out there for people to drink you, not everybody may like it but they still care about it and they care that not everybody likes it and they are super against big beer and the controlling nature of big beer but and I they're we like super big not gravity um, but they're super for super for um, for the small breweries and they have been known in the past during various hop shortages mm-hmm. to donate hops to to breweries that that were running short that did not have the, the income flow the money flow that that they do so I mean Sweet. they're they're supporting and um, last year during the Super Bowl, since it was the Patriots versus Atlanta, yeah. um, Sam Adams Brewing, uh, Jim Co- Cook, Cook, Jim Cook, uh, you know, I've been drinking. Jim Cook actually had a wager against the guy from, I believe, Cigar City Brewing. Okay. And um, who, whoever's team, since it was Atlanta and, and uh, the Patriots, the, whoever's team won had to do something else to detriment themselves. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, no, I mean they're they're super involved with craft beer, with small beer, 
But, I mean, yeah, technically they're producing more than to, to be recognized as craft brewery. But, um, I mean, they're, they're still super forward, and they're always going to hold a special place in my heart because they were kind of my gateway beer oh, yeah, definitely. To, to get into craft beer. So. I mean, I, I don't hit on Sam at all. I love their beer for the most part. I love most of them. Yeah. I will, I will say, Jim, for the love of God, fix your Oktoberfest. Please. Because it has not been right for a few years. Do what you were doing. What'd they change? I don't know. Oh, but okay. It's not the same. Uh, this year, it used to be so good. About three, four years back, it was so good. Are you but sure it's not year, just you? No. No, no I've okay. had other people tell me. Okay. But no, I mean, last year and I think the year before, it was kind of iffy. They're, they're starting to tinker with oh, the, the recipe. The year before last, it was like a sweet malt liquor. Ooh. Oh, yes. It was, Ooh. Uh, go back, find the original recipe, and do that again, because it used to be so high on my list, and now it's something I'd rather pass on. Yeah. I get it, that. Yeah, they keep tinkering with it, and there's no reason to. But, okay. you know, I, I'm not in their heads. I'm sure they got a game plan. I just don't agree with it. Well, yeah. But, I mean, that's a good thing about beer. There's always going to be a hundred options. If you want an Oktoberfest, there's going to be a hundred on the shelf for you yep. to choose from. And, I mean, that's the great thing about choice, which brings us back into choice. And AB InBev wants to take that choice from you. Yep, pretty much. They may have five Oktoberfests on the shelf, but four of them, InBev is trying to get owned by them. Yep. Um, and, and that's really what the Take Craft Back campaign is about. There, there's just so much with AB InBev that is just trying to just take from beer. And I mean, people need to be able to choose. I mean, we're we're a democracy anyway. When we need to be able to choose, that's that's the point of being a democracy. And I don't think we should have to choose which ABN beer we have to drink. No. Um, if you like it, by all means. But I don't want someone to miss out on a good beer because ABN Bev has got bought everybody twenty foot of shelf, and there's. A couple shelves for craft beer, and yeah. I, I see that when I go to the store, and it mm-hmm. it, it really upsets me. So don't don't take the numbers to heart, but if I remember right, uh, Imbev is like over fifty percent of the American beer market now. Probably, I believe it's forty six percent. Yeah, and I, I know that it, because I was I was researching for the podcast. It's it's unreasonably high for one hand to control those streams, right? right. Especially and, one that makes such mediocre beer. I mean, it really is. Again, if you like it, drink it. But I mean, if you can, if if you're used to drinking AB beer or or whatever you drink, and you've never really branched out, and it's like going to a restaurant and getting the same cheeseburger every time. They may have a steak there that's amazing. You just never know. But I mean, to to give you a little bit of a history lesson, AB InBev was formed through the merger of Anheuser Busch. Um, Interbrew, which is from Belgium, and AMBEV from Brazil. And, I mean, that, that really kind of sums it up. You, you go to the store and you see all these American flag Budweiser cans and whatnot, and it's just, you're, you're here for the USA brewing movement. thing is, AB InBev is, Not a USA is, is less movement. USA than your Toyota is. So, <laughs> I mean, you really need to kind of think about that. And, um, some of the brands, if you're not familiar, uh, some of the brands that are owned by AB InBev include Stella Artois, Labatt, Grupo Modelo, which makes Corona and Modelo, Foster's, Budweiser, Bush, Michelob, the Natural Light, etc. series, um, Heineken, Asahi, Bex, uh, I can go for hours, Hogarden, Bass, Blue Point. And we're starting to get into craft beer here. Blue Point, Breckenridge, Elysian, Goose Island. You got a duels. You got Rolling Rock. I mean, you can just go forever. And um, it, it's just, it, it's it's kind of sad to me. And and they've also started branching out of of craft beer acquisitions, and they're moving into homebrew supply stores, which I do not understand. If you want to control the beer market. Don't go after the homebrews too, but Midwest Supplies and Northern Brewer are now also owned by AB InBev. And I, I just, it, before I was a, a big supporter of Goose Island, and I used to say, you know what? Goose Island did what was best for Goose Island. They, they, they're they raised, they're, they're uh, started, <laughs> their, their home base is Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they've, they only had the Chicago distribution market. They got out to a few different states, 
And then here comes AB and Bev, and they're like, hey, we're going to buy you. We're going to give you millions of dollars, and we're not going to touch your recipes. You do exactly what you do right now. And we're also going to give you national distribution. I mean, yeah, that sounds great. Honestly, if, if, I, ran, if I ran a... a a brewery, I would probably say, man, that's that's great. That's pretty sweet. And um, there there have been some some breweries that said, you know what, we're going to pass. And I respect the hell out of that because I don't know if I could do that. If there was millions of dollars on the table, I don't know if I could do that. As much as I hate it, I don't know that I could say no. Because, no, thanks, I mean, we're, we're going to be able to make our own beer. We're gonna, not going to have to mess with anything. We're going to get... We're going to get opened up to hops and grain that we could never get before. Things not only that, but we're, we're going to get distribution in California. We're not just going to be Illinois and Indiana and, and Missouri. We're going to get California and Washington and Nevada. We're, we're going to get all this. Yeah, it sounds great. But it's starting to get a little bit ridiculous because, again, now we're into homebrew. But there also comes that point where, for now... You get to make your beer as you want, how you want it. Yeah, I mean, there's Once nothing you to say. Sign in, off, in, in two years, yes. what, well, no, you can't use that hop anymore. Yeah. yeah. And uh, most of the time, it, I, I think it starts kind of gradually. Like, oh, well, you know, that that particular barley is just not really cost-effective. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Five years later, it's like, okay, this is the recipe you'll use. And then suddenly your control's gone. Yep. Now, and I mean, who, who's to say? I don't know the... Obviously, I don't know the specifics of the contract, but who's to say that in five years, Goose Island's not turning a profit anymore, and they say, oh, well, no more Goose Island. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do those guys do? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, they can start a new brewery. Well, I mean, I understand. But how are you going to get popular? Nobody knows what Duck Island Brewing is. So, I what, mean... Duck Inland. <laughs> yeah, Duck Inland. But, but I mean, that, I understand how from the big leagues where they are you have to be completely concerned with profit margin and all that but there's always going to be a crowbar divide between at that level that's what you have to pay attention to and the people who lovingly put their mojo into a brew it's the product there's a merger between the two but in the worlds that they're apart from it's always what earns the most what brings the stocks up the most versus what's the best thing we can do for our customers. Once you hand over those reins to people who have to adhere to a profit margin, that's all they're really going to be driven by. Comes all about once numbers. you don't make them the right profit anymore, they have to step in. And at the same time, they will vilify themselves by the fact they have to do that. And once you downgrade a small batch beer, once you stop making it that hearty thing that it is, it's going to kill it. It's going to, at very least, diminish the public view of it, which in turn, I think, feeds the fact that now not as many people buy it. Now not as many people trust it. Now it's not going to sell like it did. And then, exponentially, more control gets put over them. The more control, the more resistance. I think that's a death note. I right. think that's what kills it. Right, right. I think it's its own collapsing star in a way. So, I, I'm glad I don't own a craft brewery because I'm glad I don't have to make these calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would love to own a craft brewery and I would love to make that call. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would I, just um, love to drink a craft brewery. Uh, I um, All of it. I like to say that I, I would not go with AB and Bev if they came to me to, to buy me out but I mean it, it all comes down to your family I mean if if you're going to get millions of dollars and and you still pretty much own it and you can still make exactly what you made before uh, I mean yeah I can see why someone would it sounds great hey we're getting nothing but positives and there's no cons to this but um, I mean it, it would be a hard decision and, and you're going to lose some fans Elysian went through a lot of of headaches over their recent acquisition um but i mean just kind of in closing to this topic um just to kind of let you guys wrap your head around it before abn bev acquired saab miller recently they had 200 brands that's that's 200 different beers they may have on a shelf at any given time they uh, they could have ho garden and rolling rock and natural light and that's that's advertising. You walk into a store, you see these beers, and you—I mean, if you don't know beer 
and you're just looking, you're, you're, you're 21 years old, you walk into a store and you want to get your very first six pack. Well, man, all these beers here, all this Bud Light, that's got to be the best because there's more of it. They're going to have a ton of it. Well, just to put that in perspective, that was before the Saab Miller acquisition. Now, they have 400 different brands under their name that they can have on a shelf at any given time. They're not all sold in all places, but that's 400 different beers they can have that they are taking away from other struggling breweries. So, I mean, just just kind of think about that. That's I mean, I'm, really, I'm, I'm all for uh, capitalism within reason, but um, but they're getting they're heading towards a monopoly, right? And I mean that's that's exactly what it is. There are options, but whenever you walk into a store and and you've got thirty feet of case space and twenty seven of it is something owned by one company, mm-hmm. that's you need to stop step back and you need to say <clears throat> what in the hell is going on? Because that's that's questionable. That's 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 a bit crazy. I would, I would actually like to, to slide the glass on over to those that are listening right now. I, what's what's your take on that one? What what do you think? If you were in that position, would you yourself stay true to what you're doing and have your own complete control and possibly be drowned out? Or would you take the path of joining into something much larger and give you bigger exposure, but at the same time, risk losing your control over it. I mean, we'd love to hear back from you on that one. Let us know what you're thinking. That's that's a great question. I mean, what what do you guys think about it? I mean, do you do you agree with it? Are you okay with it? Would you would you take their offer if they came to you if you own the brewery? Uh, I mean, uh, what what would you do? But um, keep in mind as we're asking this one, not only do we really want to know your opinion, we're also kind of rummaging through a beer fridge. We're also really wanting beer. So. So yeah, hit us back on uh, Twitter, Facebook, you know, whatever's good for you guys. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Yeah. And uh, as William struggles mightily with the uh, four pack, mightily, <laughs> mightily, that's the adjective. There. I just want to make you feel good about it. I feel great. I feel like I just conquered something with that. One. But yeah, uh, make sure to 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 go to Twitter, look us up at Three Guys Beer. We're over on Instagram at Three Guys Beer Two, I believe. Um, now I'm not in, I'm not social media manager, but uh, uh, we're we're over there on the uh, the Twitter and the the Instagrams and uh, like I said before, you can also reach us at our website. We have contact emails, and um, you can you can send us an email. Which I don't think anybody uses email. Nobody uses email. You can text us at. Oh wait, no, no, no. no. Whoa, I'm I'm gonna stop there. I'm gonna stop. Too far. We're only throwing out Dylan's number on this one. Yeah. I mean, I've only got uh, so many texts a month that I can allow. That that extra two that I would get, I don't. I don't think. (laughs) I hope you're ready for all the unsolicited dick pics you're about to get. Oh man, I can't wait. Um, But yeah, Uh, let's let's move on. Let's talk about pumpkin beer. Oh, tis the season to be spicy. Oh, God. (laughs) I I take it from Pepper's reaction. He's not a fan of pumpkin. Okay, well, look at it like this. Okay, how long have I been doing the show with you guys now? Uh, Two, three years. Eight, nine weeks now. Eight, nine weeks. Yeah, Yeah. it seems that way. But uh, as there's a... I don't know what we're doing here. But anyway, so... uh, As we are getting into pumpkin season... How many pumpkin beers have we done? We've done what? One, maybe two. Oh, no. We've done no, many more we, than that. No, than you guys have. Yeah, but you. <laughs> I'm talking about the three of us oh, as, yeah, yeah. as Three of unit. us collectively, yeah. probably not that much. Because after, I think it kind of, a pumpkin beer all just kind of happened. Yeah. We were doing our show, and then one Halloween, this shit happened. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was kind of like the Starbucks pumpkin spice shit. Oh, that, God. I mean, I don't wear yoga pants, so I'm not good with that. Or but, Ugg boots. No, I don't wear the Uggs either. I do wear yoga pants. Oh, okay. Well, nobody wants to see that. I'm glad I've never seen that. It is terrific. I'm sure it is. (laughs) It's horrific, and I don't know why I do it. Uh, You just can't help yourself, I guess. I feel free. Yeah, I'm sure. It feels free. Free balling gives you the same benefit, and nobody has to look at that. Well, I free ball in my yoga pants. Ah, mental images. I just want to go out there and say that there is a difference in camel toe and moose knuckle. Yes, there is. A very large difference. uh, Think about that one, and I want everyone to sleep tonight. No. But no. It um, it is horrific 
unnoticeable. Before Pepper joined us, uh, we actually went on a, a, a pretty good, I think on one evening, we reviewed four or five pumpkin beers. Yes. And, um, I mean, that was kind of before they were, we didn't know at the time that that was going to be a yearly thing. Yes. And, I mean, and that, that has been a, quite a while. But we did Shipyard, and, and we did, um, Sam Adams had one. Mm-hmm. And we've we've done quite a few, and we have not done any more since then because I just cannot get on the pumpkin bandwagon. I, um, it's hard enough for me because I don't like pumpkin pie, so it's hard. I for like me. pumpkin pie, but I don't want pumpkin in my beer. That's just it's weird. Uh, my supervisor at work though, he likes pumpkin beer, and I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> well, it's, here I don't particularly like pumpkin pie. Yeah, but I do enjoy pumpkin beers. So I can, there, there's your gamble. I can, right? yeah. I can enjoy it enough to know that it's good or bad. And it's yeah. kind of like the root beer series that we did. I, I know oh, if it's yeah. good. Uh-huh. I know if it's uh-huh. bad. But uh, but no, we have not actually reviewed hardly any, honestly, um, since since then. And, and the ones that we have done, I think we filmed and never put up because I mean, once they're you once you they're so interchangeable. Now, once you have ten pumpkin beers. The other ten pretty much taste the same, yeah. and, and there are so many more. Um, but I mean, that's that's not really our point. It's not whether we like them or not. But yeah. are they good or bad for craft beer? Somewhere in the background, we're breaking things. Yeah, <laughs> I am the reason why people can't have nice things. But just I, ask my wife. <laughs> I, I I do. I I like pumpkin beers. Uh, I'm picky with them though. I I've had crap pumpkin beers that are pretty much just well, them I'm sure. slamming out a seasonal because right. somebody's going to buy it's it because it is the season. Yeah. There are some I've had that have had the right amount of spice and they've mm. had a pumpkin background and yet a hearty beer is built underneath of it. Mm-hmm. And I only like it as a seasonal treat. Yeah. Because somewhere in my head I tie it together with the fall season, the pumpkin beers well, pumpkins come. pumpkins go with fall. Yeah. You know. It's not something... I'm not drinking one in May. Mm-mm. That's not happening. No. No, because but, there's other things you would rather drink in May when it's the middle of the damn summer. And you have all I those mean, yeah, tasty I mean, summer seasons. Think, think out. about being outside and pulling weeds in your garden and then going out to the garage fridge and opening up a big old stout bottle of pumpkin beer i think i'd just vomit yeah i mean i think i would just rather dehydrate into dust and not (laughs) and not drink ever again i think that's why i like it though somewhere in my head i've tied that with the onset of the fall season of course i mean it definitely is part of the fall season they damn sure come out early enough in the season now that they could be late summer i mean that's like you got christmas decorations coming out right on the tail end in of September now. yeah September yeah. you know Halloween hasn't even had a chance yet and well, not even never mind Christmas you also you also have to think is you know is most of the most of the breweries they're starting to cook these things up in late July to August yeah. to get them to market right, for right. season yeah no I mean it, it takes anywhere from two to four weeks to get most pumpkin ales out and um yeah, I mean you've you've got to start them early, and they got to get out there. But they're coming out early. I mean, it's it's it is kind of like Walmart and Christmas decorations. They're coming out earlier and earlier every year. I think I was in a Sam's Club um, around August, and I believe I saw my first pumpkin beer. And I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Is it good or bad for craft beer? I think it's good because a lot of people talk about pumpkin stuff yeah. around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anything that's going to bring awareness to craft beer, and if it's going to make sorority chick and Uggs and yoga britches go to the store and pick oh, up a pumpkin my beer. type. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a topic, but yeah. uh, it's not today's topic. But, uh, I mean, yeah, if, if it's going to make her pick up that six-pack, great, because maybe she'll be like, well, that's not too bad. Let yep. me get blackberry weed over here, and, and maybe it'll be good. So... Yeah, I think it's good. I wish it would kind of draw back the reins a little bit, but I think it's good overall. Okay, I'll be Mr. Pessimist in this installation anyway. Uh, That also brings the risk of if you know that season's coming up, everybody else is going to be doing that pumpkin, and you slam one out there, if that's what the new drinker picks up. 
And it's this mediocre pumpkin spice water base. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Your brewery looks like crap. Yeah. So it, Holy it's, crap, I can't believe this is what craft beer is. Why oh, would yeah, I ever right? get more yeah, of not, this? Not just your brewery. Screw this. I'm going to I'm gonna go back to drinking Natty Light or Bud Light. or. I'm going to have me a Mick Ultra because yeah. it's only 95 calories. <laughs> I mean, that's, just, uh, that's a risk, it's I think, water. as a community. It's yes, it's water. I think that's a risk that as a community, craft beer runs, is they count on everyone mm-hmm. putting out the best they can. Because yeah. if you're not the one that gets picked, you know, Brewery C over there, mm-hmm. if theirs is crap, they're not trying yours. Right. And they're going to bounce back to, and we're, well, let's tie this all together. Oh, yeah. The big marketing boys mm-hmm. who can pay... So every time you see a commercial break, every time you see an advertisement, mm-hmm, that's getting pumped mm-hmm. down their throat. So I mean, that's I think that's a risk you run. Yeah, and well, you know, that's another thing. Going back to craft beer, it's important that they try and put out a really good product. I mean, even if it's a one-off, you want to make sure that it's good because the whole reputation of craft beer is on the line. You know, every new drinker that we can snap up is important. Because that helps us fight against the big boys. So that actually brings up a good point. Pumpkin, I don't think... Well, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe pumpkin would be. But what would you consider a good starter beer mm. for someone? Oh, fantastic question. I can tell you the one that I would say, and it's the one that I went fucking crazy for, was the Chimay Grand Reserve Blue Label. See, I would disagree wholeheartedly. You disagree? I don't think that would be a good starter beer for many people. That's a hard one. That one was good, though. I mean, I It's delicious. I love it. Oh, it's amazing. And I had, like, zero, very little experience. Let's say you're telling my wife to go to the store and pick up her first craft beer, get Chimay Blue. Okay, well, that's different. Right. Amber wouldn't like that. Right. But if it was like, I'm, okay, you can call me sexist here, but if it was a guy, I'd be like, hey, go try this beer. I mean, I don't even think, I mean, I mean, yeah, you can I, start wait, them out with something kind of light. I think the first thing you got to do, though, is figure out what they like. Yeah, do exactly. Do you like fruit? Would you mm-hmm. Would you eat strawberry Cheerios, or would you rather have a glass of chocolate milk? Yeah, and absolutely. You, that, I mean, that's kind of going to be your baseline. So if they want to go have fruit, they need to go get a such and such. Yeah. If they want to have uh, chocolate milk, they need to go get this. Right. If they'd rather have coffee, mm-hmm. then I'd say, well, you need to go pick up Chimay. Yeah. And that might be a good start. Yeah. Depending on which one, um, if if you like slightly old yogurt, maybe go get you a Belgian or something. Yeah. But yeah, that was a bad example. But yeah, you, you, you're you're with me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down here. I th- I think more so than what would be a good starter beer. I think uh, a recommendation would be a starter style. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because yeah, it gets very run of the gamut from mm-hmm. the underneath that but I think it'd be better to try to narrow down would they be better for a Belgian mm-hmm. or a sour mm-hmm. or a Pilsner I don't As know he, that I would have start anybody off with a sour unless, <laughs> unless it was like a Lambic maybe Lindemans would have to be where you'd start yeah. if you were going uh, if you were talking with an individual who's like oh you know I love the I love the sour patch kids I love those, okay. those sour tart things yeah. well then I, I got one for you. Have it, you heard yeah. the word Lambic? Man, I, I just I just want to take a step back and be like, you're going to ask somebody what they like, and the first thing they're going to say is goddamn Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Number one, they need to have an intervention. Number yeah. two, make sure they've had their insulin because they've got problems. Well, Continue with your point. My part is made. I'm just... What, well, I, I, just I, I asked him. And, no, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, he had one stump, yeah. but... One Still, more. I'm just saying, you, you narrowed... He had the stretchy socks, but other than that... <laughs> Usually, whenever I narrow it down, I say, well, do you like sweet or do you like sour? Do right, you like right. dry? Mm. Do you like bitter? Do you... You know, I try to figure out what they like and then try to just gear them towards a style of Yeah, beer. yeah. And then, uh, uh, again, wow, we're looping this one together pretty well back to the pumpkin. There's a gambit of in there is yep. oh say I really like sweet beer mm-hmm. you know I, I like sweet taste so that's actually a good point Here there you you would also it would what you would suggest would depend on the season exactly yeah. like I mean if somebody has just come back from Starbucks and they're like oh well I like 
Pumpkin Spice Latte. I'm all about the yeah, Pumpkin well, Spice Latte. Hey, you need to go hey. pick up Shipyard Pumpkin Ale because it tastes great. Mm. And I say that because it is still one of my favorites. It, okay. it is a good one. All right. 20 pounds of pumpkin by Sam Adams. I know we talked about Sam Adams, but I think 20 pounds of pumpkin is pretty good. New Belgium has got Pump Kick, pump which kick is also pretty good was too. Great. Yes. Ugh. Pump Kick is good. Um, I know we've passed that topic, but just throwing those still, out there. you know, it's it's good to throw. But yeah. it falls on that same yeah. thing: is you you're also kind of relying on that brewery. Somebody mm-hmm. says, "Oh, well, you know, I, I kind of like uh, I like dry wine." You know, okay, so you're you're good with the bitters, and you say, "Oh, you might like a pilsner tart." Well, then you're yeah, relying say, on that if brewery it's, if it's to dry have the wine, best. I'm going to say maybe lean them towards uh, a Lindemans or yeah. something yeah. like that. What I'm just Absolutely. Saying is you're, then you're relying on that brewery mm. to put out the best they can put out because if they go out and they pick up one that's watery and sloshy with the hops that are unbalanced, mm-hmm. they're never going to trust you again. Yeah. <laughs> that's like um, it was uh, just after I had started doing the show with you guys. Uh, my friend, I had a friend, it was his 21st birthday. I was going to give him a couple of beers. We were going to hang out at the house, play game, play video games, you know, whatever. And I was trying to figure out what beers to get. And uh, he said that he didn't really like beer. But he was <laughs> talking about... You have not had the right one. Exactly. He was talking about macro beers. Because he, yes. he was like Bud Light, Natty Light, all, all that crap. And uh, sorry to those of you that like those. But, uh, I, you know, I asked Dylan and I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about maybe a milk stout or uh, an oatmeal stout. And Dylan gave me, uh, what'd you give me? Like a Hefeweizen, and there was an Oktoberfest, two different Oktoberfests, just a couple of bottles of each of them. And then I picked up, what did I pick up? I picked up, uh, there was an oatmeal stout that I got. It was one of the ones you recommended to me. Probably the poet. The poet? No, it wasn't the poet. No. It wasn't the poet. It was, uh. The other one off the top of my head might be Samuel Smith. No, it wasn't a Samuel Smith. Oatmeal stout. I don't know. Poet, by the way, great one to pick up. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite oatmeal stouts. Yeah. I don't know. I I, but I, I don't remember. Anyway. I want to go get one of those right now. Yeah, right. Hell, uh, I might have an oatmeal stout in the fridge. Yeah. But yeah, it was an oatmeal stout I picked up, and then I, I, uh, I picked up a pack of, of Chimay Blue Label. And, uh, you know, he liked, he liked all of them. So, I mean, that was everything from, you know, a Belgian to doing an oatmeal stout to Oktoberfests. So, you know, you never you never know what people will like. Yeah, I mean, what I usually do if somebody says, well, I don't like beer, I say, well, what what do you like? Do you, yeah. do you like fruity beverages? Mm-hmm. Do you like coffee? Do you like this? Do you like this? And someone will usually say, okay, well, I like strawberry milkshakes. Okay, well, if you okay. like strawberry milkshakes, go pick up such and such. Yeah. If you like chocolate milk, excuse me, if you like chocolate milk, Go pick up, um, oh shit, I can't think of it now, but it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a double chocolate stout. Oh, um, was it, uh... It's it w- very common, and you can get it anywhere. It wasn't the Samuel Smith, was it? No, um, they have one, but I don't think it's what it is. Because there was one, there was one that I picked up that you were like, oh yeah, that, you know, that's a great one. And I can't, I can't remember for the life of me what it was. I thought it was the Samuel Smith, but it, like I said, they do have one. It, yeah. it may be off. The, I, I can't think of it off the top of mm-hmm. my head. But um, uh, Fort Collins has got one. That's not the one I'm thinking about right now. Um, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. But yeah, if somebody says chocolate milk, I'm going to say a chocolate stout. And I mean, absolutely. Go, going back to Sam Adams, Sam Adams is a good starter. Brewery because yes. Sam Adams kind of makes a lighter version of most craft beers. Like if you go get a Sam Adams Pale Ale, yep. which I don't, I don't think they still make a an, an actual Pale Ale. They they may, but if you go get a Sam Adams Pale Ale, it's not going to be quite as hoppy as Sierra Nevada Pale right. Ale. Right. So Sam Adams is a good starting point. So if someone had the distribution, I would say, well. If you want chocolate milk, go get a Sam Adams Cream Stout. And yes. as as beer snobby as I am, Sam Adams Cream Stout is still in my top like ten. Maybe. It's a good one it's because I, really I have a one. I have a, a really hard time coming up with with my top anything list in beer. Yeah. But if I had to say, I would say Sam Adams Cream Stout. Even though it's not great, it's still great. So you know. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff. But no, I mean, if somebody says chocolate milk, I'm going to say, well, do you like cappuccino? Sam Adams cream stout. If you like, uh, if you like just chocolate milk, not cappuccino, I'm gonna say, yeah, Young's double chocolate stout. Yeah. So I mean, I, I usually figure out, do you like, do you like uh, sweet wine? Well, maybe you'll like a Lindemans. Do you like raspberries a lot? Well, go pick up a raspberry wheat by Liney. So I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways. So I just I just want to implore to everyone, don't give up on beer because you've been drinking natural light. There's much better out there. Well, I, I was going to say there's much better out there, but if you go back and you look at our light beer blind tournament, Natural Light is actually better than Bud Light. Yep. So just throwing that out there. Keystone. Keystone won that, won. by the way. Keystone won that, by the way, guys. Sorry, dude. No, you're good. But um, we should probably... So, I mean, moving along, we, we need to... Kind of get the show on the road. Yeah. Um, but th- crap. Th- this is what it, this is the essence of it, though. It's a, it's a discussion. It's an right. open thing, right. and that's kind of what we do. Um, I want to kind of roll it back real quick. And uh, a little while ago, about a month ago, we did a poll on our Facebook page, mm, and yep, uh, yep. we we wanted to see maybe what's what new features you guys would like to see from us, and um, just to give everybody the results of that poll. Um, we had 56.5% of the people out there said that they wanted to see other reviews such as liquor reviews, movie reviews, video game reviews, um, stuff like that. Uh, maybe maybe watching us live stream uh, a video game or, or maybe watch us watching a movie and get our instant critiques over that. Um, 39.1% a three-way tie actually 39.1% for more reviews which we are working on yep uh, more on location filming again we are working, working on, on that and the podcast which hi hey um, we should really get started on that one we should yeah that'd be a that. good idea yeah. we should check yeah. that out podcast it may, podcast? Might, might be too podcast. much for us podcast podcast podcast, podcast. podcast. Might be too much for Hot us. podcast. Um, 21.7% of the, the voters out there voted for more al- well, alcohol challenges, period. Which, mm. I mean, basically that would be... Um, I think this is going to be on William's shoulders, but yes. uh, we'll, yes. we'll see how it goes. I'm but, sort of the um, human garbage disposal of the show. So Basically, yeah. he is going to drink until he dies. And we're gonna we're, we're we're challenging that alcohol poisoning is actually a thing. We are the beer busters. <laughs> um, no, what what alcohol? <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. What alcohol challenges are is uh, you want to explain it? You 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 had the idea. Uh, so. the, the first one, just off the top of my shoulders, just throwing things out there. I thought it might be a fun idea for us to a uh, live stream for people watching and have one of the three guys, which I was quickly nominated, and I will take this. Uh, challenge the power hour which I haven't done since college and anybody out there who does not know is one beer every five minutes for one hour which is basically you pounding a 12 pack in the span of 60 minutes and I just I thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to do uh, drink along with us in a live feed and uh, watch as I try not to bomb it and I thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to talk about you know what beer I chose and why I chose it and uh, where I thought the, the real difficulties would come in. Last time I did this, I was also 18, 19 years old, and I had yet to damn my liver. <laughs> and uh, I, I was drinking nothing but just cheap, easily accessible macros. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, if, if we do actually go through with the live feed, uh, I, I decided I'm, I'm going to pick a macro just for it being easy <sighs> yeah. and it being light. It, cause I think well, here's my biggest issue with you picking a macro. The last time that I tried to go on a bender with macro beer, I sobered up. And, and I, I know this because I, I brought my own beer to a bachelor party. I brought my own beer to a bachelor party. My beer ran out because, let's be honest, my beer is more expensive than most. Yep. And after that was over, I started drinking everybody's macro beer. And everybody else was passing out. And I was looking for more to drink. So <laughs> we might have to do your challenge with better beer than just your, your 2.4... Yeah. 
Well, that that was really the reason why that I was thinking about choosing that one is because uh, you know, and uh, for those listening who don't know, I'm a brown ale guy. I love a good hearty. Uh, you deep brown ale. Brown ale I've got in the fridge instead of that. But I'm afraid that, you know, 12 brown ales in the span <laughs> of 60 minutes, that's a lot on the belly. And it's really a, a conflict of volume versus gut. Yeah. So. Pussy. Uh, <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> It, uh, I'm sure everyone would love to watch me just heave ho. Oh yeah, uh, on a live stream. Oh, of so course. there's uh, there's no cutting. But that, anyway, that, that, so. that's what I, that's where I was going with just an yeah. alcohol challenge, and then I was going to kind of try to open it up to people, say you know, hey, if you'd like to see one of the three of us, or as, as you know, there's there's actually more players involved in the three guys. We swap in and out. We're kind of interchangeable. Uh, each of us is kind of the green Lego. We'll fit. But, uh, you know, if you if you had one of the, the guys mm-hmm. that you wanted to see face a particular beverage, an adult pop, if you will, what is it, you know, who would you want to see face, what would you want to see them drink? I just thought it'd be kind of a fun interaction between us and the fans. Yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. And if I've got to be the guinea pig on this yeah. one, I'm okay with it because... Uh, I know that I can pass out on a very local couch or a very local futon. And I know that generally, as much as homebrewing goes on here at the Three Guys Studios, there's a bucket I can yammy into if I need to. <laughs> uh, if nothing else, there is a bush out front I can repaint a color. It's fall anyway. Yeah. It's seasonal. Right. Yeah. But uh, that was the alcohol challenge part of that. 17.4% said uh, more funny memes, which we, we try to do that daily. Uh, give or take a day or two a week. Um, we also had 4.3%, which honestly was not many votes, but there was one vote on the other category that I kind of wanted to uh, bring attention to, and that was made by Jay. Oh, yeah, um, Jay. And, and Jay had an other, <laughs> and under the other category, you had to input your own uh, suggestion. And uh, Jay, which you may remember from one of our own location shoots mm-hmm, yep. at Paducah Beer Works, which he's actually moved to a different location now, but we may visit that some of the time. But, um, that would be a good idea. He, he actually um, he suggested uh, for the other category that we spend more time focusing on that super sexy, gorgeous brewer guy, Jay. Um, so, Jay, if you are out there listening to us, which you better be, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll try to we'll try to spend some more time with your super sexy ass. Uh, we refer to you as super sexy. You should really be listening to this one. He actually and this is he, not... he referred to himself as super sexy. Yeah, I'm just I know, but on, on this podcast, verbatim. we just used the phrase super, super sexy. sexy. Yeah. And by the way, this is not an open call no. for everybody to chime in as your own self being super sexy. But if you do. The hell with it! I will call you super sexy if no, I, I don't to. know. If you are super sexy, hook me up. You're married. Oh shit! Not on a podcast. Edit. Oh okay. All right. I, <laughs> edit. <laughs> <laughs> no edits on this one. No edits. But uh, so yeah, that's that's why I said it's just some yeah some fun things that we've kind of been brewing up in our off time and our downtime as we're getting ready for the next bit. Yeah. So. Um, just just kind of circling back a little bit. Uh, I also want to let everybody know uh, upcoming reviews we've got. We've really wanted. We've got a review out there. Um, there there's been a, a recent uh, return, a resurgence of um, a a certain beverage uh, that will not go named, but we we do want to get it out there. Um, it was very common. I uh, excuse myself. Uh, it was very common uh, back in the the nineties. And we do want to get it out there. Oh, God. What is it? It's Zima. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> no. It, it has come back. Oh. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that one because that has been my unicorn. That really? has been the thing I never got to try. I never got to try. Yeah, I never did either. But as you'll I, see me crying about it. As I was coming to age. Oh, okay. And Zima was Zima was huge growing it really, up. It really was, yeah. And, I remember all the commercials. Um, right about the time I was getting about old enough to at least know somebody who had a brother or a friend old enough to buy it, they stopped. 
they stopped making it completely altogether no more and flash forward a few years later which is now a few years ago yeah and we began this show i've had so many people ask me what did you think of zima hey, what do you think of zima how do you like zima I never, never got, got to, try. to try. And it has confounded me ever since. And I've died at the fact that even if it's horrible, yeah. I never got to try it. And they brought it back at a limited release. Mm-hmm. And guess who bought a six pack? You, I'm sure. Oh, me. Of course. <laughs> so that's coming. So, uh, <sighs> we, we do have that coming up. We've also got uh, a few contests. We're going we're gonna to try to give some stuff away to you guys. Um, we we won't. If anybody wants our stuff, oh, they do. They, okay. they're they're beating down the door for it. Oh, really? Uh, I get I get texts from fans all the time from me giving out my number earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they've been asking for merchandise ever you, since. You guys got any more of that three guys merch? <laughs> but he's uh, gone through seven doors. Wow, they seven doors have been beaten down. It down. Okay, yes. all right. But uh, but we're we're gonna try to have some contests and give some stuff away. Um, I don't want to go into detail too much because it's going to be a surprise. But all I'm going to say is you're going to wear my face on your ass. Oh <laughs> um, wait, on their ass. That I think three guys underwear would be great. Now. I'm, I mean, okay. I wasn't going to, but now I think it's a great idea. I mean, maybe you know, I, a thumbs <laughs> I mean, up right over the crotch pocket uh, yeah, might be the no greatest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who else do you, who else do you trust to stand up to the beer shits? You know. Other, other than Dylan's face. If you have the beer shits, yeah. Dylan's face is the first thing you think uh-huh. about. Well, let Dylan's mouth tell you never drink sours and stouts on the same night. Yeah, that's a horrible you, idea. You will have to wash your three guys' britches. Um, but yeah. That um, is wash with an R. That's, that's how hard you have to scrub it. You have to scrub it so hard there's an R in that. Oh, man. Ajax. But, AJ, um, your friend. but yeah, no, we got some contests coming up. We're going to give some stuff away to you guys. Uh, make sure to share this podcast. We're, we're kind of, yeah, we're, we're kind of winding down. Um, the, the last thing we're going to do is, is, it's called last call. And, um, what it is, 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 uh, we're, we're going to have some fancy audio later, but, uh, Last call is kind of—it's going to be kind of a free for all. Uh, we, we may go back and, and revisit the things we've talked about to touch back on uh, to, to give you a summary because we know it's hard to get through an hour of listening to us drone on and on. Um, but but we may revisit that. But you have to listen to us anyway because sometimes we won't do that. Sometimes we're going to take questions and we're going to ask Twitter to get with us and say, hey. What did the three guys think of this beer? Well, ask us. Or, hey, three guys, review this. Or, hey, three guys, why haven't you done this? Hey, three guys, go to this location and shoot. Uh, So we want you guys to ask us questions. We want you to send us suggestions. We want you to do anything through Twitter that you can do without being banned. Because we're lonely. And also because we we really want to open this up to the community that has put us where we are so far but I, I think uh, talking about opening this up is a good time to use this edition of last call the very first edition we want to say the, the last call is going to kind of focus on the direction of the three guys in the past the three guys have been three guys sitting at a table reviewing beer or three guys at a bar or a brewery or somewhere reviewing the overall atmosphere or the brews they've got on tap or that they make. Um, the Three Guys is going to evolve into the Three Guys Network. We're no longer going to be the Three Guys Beer Reviews. We're still going to be the Three Guys Beer Reviews, but we're also going to be the Three Guys Bourbon Reviews. Mm. We're also going to be the Three Guys wine reviews we're also going to be the three guys movie reviews three guys video game reviews three guys whatever we're going to be the three guys network and we want to stress that we are the three guys we're always the three guys and the three guys are where we got started but we do not necessarily have to have three guys in front of a camera or in front of a microphone at any given time the three guys are all of us at any given time so you may see a single man review you may see two of us instead of three at any given time total so we're we're the three guys network because three of us are the stars but it's open to anybody 
we're we're your spirit animal. You need to, <laughs> to get with us through through that. So no, I mean we're we're and and honestly we need people that are experts in wine and bourbon mm-hmm. and whatnot because actually I have bourbon. I have rotted my brain with beers. So I I think it's too late for me to go into wine. Or bourbon or anything else, so I'll stick with beer and let anybody else want to do the bourbon. There you, there you go. There you go. Give us some feedback. <clears throat> let us know what's your opinion on the AB InBev buyouts. I mean, what position would you take on it if you were in those shoes? What would you recommend for their starter beer? Would you recommend a beer itself? Would you recommend a style? Where do you think they should start off at? So give us your feedback. Let us know. You have an idea for an upcoming happy hour? We'd love to read it. And thank you so much for joining us on the first ever Three Guys Happy Hour Podcast.